Welcome to Let's Talk Lettings, the podcast aimed at helping landlords in today's marketplace. I'm Karen Cowell from Countrywide New Homes. I'm here with Owen McLaughlin, who's our New Homes Managing Director for the New Homes business here at Countrywide. Owen has worked in property for more than 30 years, starting his career as an estate agent in the city of Exeter in 1988, before successfully becoming the leader of a large New Homes team across the UK. Today, he will provide his insight into opportunities for landlords in the new home sector. Hi, Owen. Hi, Karen. Hi. Hello. So, Owen, why do you think investing in a new home is perfect for a landlord? Well, um, you know, I think the principal reason, Karen, is the low maintenance argument, if I'm honest. The buying really should mean very little in the way of out-of-cycle maintenance, I'd describe it. So um, if you think that when a landlord is looking to go into investment, the thing that they really dread is the period between tenants when they have to go in and do lots of work and so on. In a new build, really, all it should be is just a bit of a spruce up, nothing more. And there should never be any serious uh, maintenance. So typically as well, there would be a good pool of applicants from which to find the tenants. Um, New build homes tend to be in places where amenities are well located. uh, Access to roads is good. Railways is good. And, and of course, they often involve new schools being provided in the immediate area, that, that sort of thing. So all of that will mean tenants are likely to be drawn to the location, whilst also yeah. the tenants are going to be keen on this low maintenance issue. Because especially now, if you think about the publicity that's around about landlords poorly maintaining rental homes in the private sector and so on, actually going into a new build should be quite an attractive thing from a tenant's point of view as well. So all in all, I think that's a great opportunity for a landlord to get into this sector. Yeah, no, it does. So um, what is different about letting a new home over a second-hand property, would you say? Um, okay, well, I think from a landlord's perspective, that argument of low maintenance is really important, as I've just mentioned. Uh, but I think there's also a really great win in that buying the home in the first place often means what we would describe as a turnkey solution. So, uh, yeah. for example, white goods, you know, your appliances and so on are often uh, available if not integrated in the first instance. Uh, secondly, flooring, so carpets or, or whatever the floor coverings might be and garden landscaping, those kinds of things, they can all be available, which literally means there's absolutely no wasted time between the landlord acquiring the property and moving the first tenant in. If there's, if there's a gap, Karen, between exchanging contracts and physical and legal completion, that time can actually be used really usefully from the landlord's point of view to advertise and to find the tenant who is then able to move straight in post-legal completion of the purchase. Probably also worth mentioning that from the landlord's perspective, there's also a peace of mind through the provision of builder's warranties, so things like NHBC and architect certificates and so on. So if, heaven forbid, anything goes wrong, the remedial work can be carried out quickly and effectively, but importantly, at no cost to the owner of the property. So if they can let out the property before it completes, that means they get their uh, monthly return, don't they, sooner? Yeah, absolutely right. I mean, again, it's a dream scenario, isn't it, from a landlord, especially when it comes to handovers. Uh, or turnovers when when one tenant is moving out and they, they don't want a void period. But th- that's yeah. equally as important right at the beginning. So if you buy a secondhand property, often you've got to go in, uh, you've got to go and do a bunch of work, uh, get things organised and, and ready before you can start advertising. And then you have to find the tenant oh, yeah. for all the checks and everything else. 
But obviously in new build, if you've got that period of a month or two between your exchange of contracts, when you know that you've got a fixed completion date of whenever it might be, that yeah. gives you time to go out, find the tenant, do the background work, get the checks done, get the tenancy all in place. So that literally on the day of completion or as soon after as you want to as the landlord, you can bring your tenant straight into the home and not have any of that void period that we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what type of property or location should a landlord be looking at for a successful investment? Um, Okay, I'm going to stop short at actually recommending specific towns and locations around the country, because I'm not sure that's for for me to comment on. But what I would say, actually, is talk about the principles of where you should look. So in terms of investment, the best location for me is one that without doubt, offers all of the things that I mentioned earlier. So proximity to amenities, good road access, train stations, etc. So when you're looking to buy a home for your own occupation, you tend Mm. to think about things like big rooms, large gardens, and, and all those kinds of things that become really important. But in a simple investment purchase, which is typically what a landlord's going to go for, The biggest mistake that we see landlords make is that they look at the purchase through their own eyes as a homeowner. So what we would always encourage is to look at that as a simple business transaction. So a small three bedroom home is always going to get a better rental return and better yield than a similar home that's 15% bigger. So why spend the extra money? Small family homes and those that are likely to be occupied by perhaps people starting out in life away from the parental home and so on, they're the ones that are most likely to be um, offering the greatest returns on the capital investment. And they'll also be the ones that are the most readily let. So my own advice would be keep it simple, buy from a reputable builder in a location that offers great surrounding amenities and at a size that is most likely to attract the kind of tenant that is most active in that uh, private rental sector. Yeah, that's perfect. So on that side of things, I've heard about a lease back on a show home. So can you just explain what this is and why is this a good option for a landlord to look out for? Uh, Yeah, I can. Uh, That's a really good question, actually, Karen. So um, lease back is a really interesting option that I should first off say isn't always available to an investor. But when it is it makes brilliant business sense. So just to explain, basically, when a developer um, is marketing from an on-site development, they will typically have a show home or show homes that they will use to showcase the kind of properties that they're building in later phases and all this sort of thing across across the life of of, of the development. So what we can talk to them about, certainly, is whether or not they'd be willing to sell the show home on a leaseback yeah. arrangement to an investor landlord. And what that does is give the investor a guaranteed tenant who you might consider is blue chip in the sense that at the minute that they come to the end of their you know, rental period, the developer is going to return the home to that landlord in absolutely tip-top show home condition, literally show home condition, uh, and they would do their own <laughs> snagging. So imagine having an a tenant that does their own snagging. That's basically what you've got. From the developer side of things, there's a big win as well because they've got income, which enables them to um, sort of recycle that into the development. So if they, they've effectively sold the house, so the capital is available to them to, to do the next phase or whatever. 
but actually they've still got their show home. So really good example of that. We, we had a scheme um, in Exeter actually not very long ago, 46 apartments, um, and we sold the show home right at the beginning that got a, a very quick in, injection of cash to the developer, but he was able to retain it, use it to demonstrate and showcase what he was building for a period of about 18 months. So the investor had a guaranteed tenant for 18 months that left the property in perfect condition and, and yet uh, the developer also got their win out of it as well. So that would be something that I would say to any landlord investor, if it sounds like it might be interesting, talk to us about it and we will go and talk to our developer clients to assess appetite and see what we could do to try and make that happen. Wow, perfect. Well, thank you, Owen. And thanks for listening to this episode of Let's Talk Lettings. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for future episodes through your usual podcast service. And remember to share on social media. We'd really appreciate it.